Stop Punishing Yourself, the only podcast that teaches neurodivergent Alaskans prone to anxiety and depression how to stop feeling like victims to their brains and start feeling empowered by them. I'm your host and neurospicy life coach, Alicia Turner, and I promise to take you from codependent and insecure to independent and unstoppable using the spiritual art and science of coaching. If you're ready to fully reverse the harmful wiring that's living rent-free all up in your brain, then let's get started. Hello, my fellow earthlings. How are you guys doing today? I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving your time to this podcast and for for just being here with me. I really appreciate you and your support. And if you've left a review, thank you so much for taking the time out to do that. I know it it's not people's favorite thing to do and unless it is unless you're a person who loves to leave reviews, but I just I really appreciate this audience growing and I love that you guys are here and I want you to know it. I am having one of those negative 50, 50 days. And I always think of what my coach calls it. She calls it carrying around a heavy purse because I'm having the experience of negative emotion today. But, you know, I want you guys to know that we have the freedom to not attach any mental labels to those feelings. We have the freedom to just allow negative emotions to be there and go about our business, right? Whatever we are needing to do, whatever we're committed to doing for ourselves, whatever that might look like, right? If it's rest, if it's getting something done anyway, it doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong, but we're allowed to just carry it without using the energy to try to solve for it, to try to change it, to try to make yourself feel better. A lot of what I'm working with with my clients is just showing them that their negative emotion isn't a problem. It doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. In fact, it's about what we can expect for half of our lives is negative emotion. And it's really that moment when we try to escape it or change it, that pain and suffering comes in. On its own, without all the mental labels and attachments, it's just carrying a heavy purse. And so that is definitely what's happening for me today. But I'm still getting shit done, right? Because that is what I said I'd do and I'm doing it. So I will rest after. But today I want to talk to you about vision, commitment, and action. I've been reading The Soul of Money by Lynn Twist. I cannot recommend this book enough, you guys. It is probably not what you think it is. It's not your typical money mindset book, uh, but it's right up my spiritual ass alley because it is all about sufficiency 
and you can attain sufficiency today with what you have. This is like the magic of coaching too. You can attain any feeling you want right now. You don't have to wait for everything outside of you to change. And the same is true for your money mindset. And so this book is coming in clutch right now. Uh, I don't know if there are any other entrepreneurs out there who who struggle with like setting goals and not making that the purpose and getting into this hustle, bustle, burnout of like forgetting your mission and why you're doing what you're doing. But it's hard, y'all. Like it's, uh, I love it. It's an honor and a privilege. And I'm so lucky to get to do what I, what I do. Like there's so many upsides, but also I just feel like a fucking warrior getting their ass beat half the time emotionally. And that is what I signed up for. So in this book, she, she shares a little section of a workshop she did in Bangladesh. Um, and I kind of want to give to you bits and pieces of what's in that book, but I really recommend you just go read it yourself. Um, because this workshop was about vision, commitment, and action. And this is exactly what I've been doing for the last few years of my life what I help my clients do and what I will continuously be doing for the rest of my life. The cycle never ends. And I just want to talk about the energy we lose when we are not focused on vision, commitment, and action. When we don't manage our brain, when we don't direct our attention and our focus, we are draining energy in fears and anxieties that are unnecessary, that fuel stories in our heads that don't serve us, that keep us thinking that it's just factual, that we can't do it and we don't have enough and it is too late. Um, This is a cycle of punishment that I want people out of that I was personally in and that I do everything in my power to stay out of as much as my lovely sweet brain tries to pull me back there. I I just know who's in charge. I know it's me. And not only do I have to be in charge of myself, but I'm also in charge of facilitating and helping a lot of my clients' brains too. And it is an honor. So if you feel exhausted, if you feel like like you just don't have enough to go on. I want to talk about how much energy you save when you start this work. So there's nuance here, right? It is uncomfortable. It does stir up shit. It does get challenging. Like even for me today, I'm just like, oh, struggle bus. But I'm saving energy in the long run. I am moving more efficiently. I, I have more like a wider scope, a wider vision of what's actually happening that gets me through it. It makes it less scary, less intense. And the way to do that is starting with a vision. So we have been systematically and psychologically turned into these like resigned, hopeless shells of human beings. And I think it's because we've lost this sense of vision that we all have access to. We all have the ability to envision anything we fucking want. But when we forget that that resource is there inside of us, we are so drained. We are so just like blah. And you can feel it if someone else around you is doing it. And if you're the one doing it, other people can feel it. It's just not fun, especially with all the shit happening like on the world stage. Like, It's so funny, but showing up without vision makes it worse. So I want you to ask yourself, like, 
am I having a vision for my life? Because that is the best way to contribute to the global community is to pull yourself out of that resigned, hopeless shell of a human and get yourself back in the game. Um, And so most of us, we don't see ourselves uh, as capable of success or strong, or really we don't paint ourselves in a positive light at all. What most of us are doing is shaming and berating and punishing ourselves. Um, And so this isn't fun. Like we don't want to use any kind of vision in, in this state of mind because it's mental torture. It's called catastrophizing. It is awful. But I want you to see that no matter where your brain's focus is, it's always envisioning something. But we want to shift it out of this detrimental energy leak that is hopelessness. And so I like to start with some questions for myself, right? And if a client's in front of me, I'm going to ask them the same thing. Like what we want to start with, like what feels good? What do you want to be known for? Like what would your life look like if you were completely self-sufficient, if you had all the feelings you want to have right now, whatever they might be. That's why we got to start with defining that. How do you want to feel? That's a question I'm asking a lot. So I kind of want you to stop and ask yourself that right now. Imagine yourself making a difference. You're at a place where you're good. You're self-sufficient. You're self-reliant. You've rediscovered your strengths. You've rediscovered your inner resources. You're connected to a vision that's so compelling and empowering. It literally pulls you forward into your future. And you're without this unnecessary weight of anxiety. Like who would you be? Who is she? She walks into the room and everyone's like, wait, who's that? I like her vibe. They don't know why they can't put their finger on it. That's what energy is. So this way of thinking, this, this pausing to stop and check in and select a vision instead of just recycling what your brain is handing you, right? The fucking chaotic, primitive fears of death, right? That's what our brain's always going to select. Our brain is scared. It needs to be managed. It needs to an adult to come home and take care of it. You're the adult. Stop waiting for someone else to do it. Um, When you have a vision, it's such a different experience. The context of the game is no longer survival, self-preservation, and helplessness. It's innovation, it's ideas, it's opportunities you couldn't see when your dominant emotion was fear and anxiety. It opens up a whole new world. And the way to start this shift is to just close your eyes and imagine. A lot of people won't take the step, the simple first step of doing this because they, they write it off. They're like, that won't solve anything. That won't do anything. That's not enough, right? It's literally just perpetuating that lack mindset of if I don't have it now or if it's not instant, then it's not enough, right? But this is false. Even just the practice of visualizing yourself, however you want to be, wherever you want to be, it is a pleasant experience that, that the vision of it itself is enough, It becomes enough. You don't even need your outside world to change to find that sufficiency. To just start your day off on that foot is enough. 
And so it's a brave new way of thinking that a lot of people might look at you and go, she's delusional. La, 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 la. That's okay. Everything's a delusion. Go talk to the scientists. Go talk to the neurologist. We're all in a giant hallucination here. And I've read the science to back it up. So I'm okay with people misunderstanding me as I shift my experience and evolve my own consciousness out of fear and anxiety into resourcefulness and self-reliance. I'm like, think I'm delusional all you want. I'll be crazy over here in, in, you know, a better world, in a world where I feel better. And so it's also how a new future is created. I think so much uncertainty is created is coming from us believing we don't have any control over our future. And it is true that we don't control things outside of ourselves, but we get to direct the path of our future. We get to decide where we want to go. We get to plug in the GPS and that's enough certainty for me that I can like surrender the timeline and just be like, this is where I've plugged it in. And I'm certain that this is where I'm going. But again, these first initial steps are so hard for people because they're so scary. They're so so scary when you don't know how to sit with negative emotion. They're so scary when you don't know you can trust yourself to manage and direct your brain that wants to pull you back into chaos. If you don't trust yourself, taking these first steps is going to feel like a flop. And that's why I recommend getting help with a coach whose work is to help you through vision, commitment, and action because on our own, we just quit immediately. We quit before we start. We quit ahead of time. And so this first step is getting that vision that's aligned with the depths of who you are. And so that's going to look different for everyone. I think my husband is who said this the other day, but he's like, it's so crazy how everyone just like wants different things and has different interests. And I'm like, right, we're all so unique and different. The, the irony is, is we keep ourselves from getting what we want from going after our unique vision because we assume everyone wants the same things. And so of course there's not enough. This is the biggest lie. We all want such nuanced, different, unique things. And there is more than enough. It's literally just sitting on the table. And so we find that aligned vision that matches you, your soul imprint, not society's for you. Um, That alone stirs up some shit. (laughs) I recommend walking through that with a professional because shit stirring up is not a bad thing, but to do it on your own is kind of scary. But the next part is committing to that vision. And this means committing to being the person who will make the vision come true. So I'll give you an example from my own life. Uh, after a bad, well, it wasn't a bad breakup, but it was a, a, a breakup that ignited a lot of grieving and brought up a lot of shit for me. And a lot of my inadequacies and insecurities came from romantic relationships and feeling like I didn't have inherent worth and I had to go find someone to prove that I was worthy and enough. And without that, I just felt like a nobody. And, you know, all the socialization of being a woman in America, like was really coming to a head and I was working through it, cleaning it all up. But at the end of the day, I decided like after all that work, like I still want a partner. And so I started to envision 
this partnership that was what I wanted, not what I thought the world wanted me to be, not what I thought a man wanted me to be. Fuck all that. I cleaned all that up and I just asked myself, what do I want? And this is where that freedom started to sink in is I wanted someone with similar interests. I didn't want to have to pretend I was someone I'm not. I wanted to be fully myself, not like I'm putting on a show for someone. So I would just start envisioning this, like this is how we have conflict. This is how we spend our free time. This is what we do for work and all these things, all these random details. I just started visualizing it. That's it, y'all. I'm like on my way to work at Glacier Brewhouse, just using my mind instead of to torture myself to plan a future that I wanted and desired. And so the commitment part comes from, okay, well, are you this person that is a match for this vision? And the reality of it was, no, that's the whole point of this exercise. That's the whole point of growing. It's not to rush to be that already. It's to begin that journey of becoming and to enjoy that journey because that journey never ends until you die. So again, it's not about getting to the end point. It's about committing to becoming the person who has this vision. And then you'll have a new vision after that. And then a new vision after that. And then a new vision and it never ends. So what I did, and a lot of this is a mindset shift. I had to cultivate and curate a mindset of the person who was a match for this vision, for this partnership. And I realized I wasn't prepared for it in a lot of areas. Like if that person had come up to me that day, I wouldn't have been ready. I would have sabotaged it. I would have ran away. I would have, I would have like ran back to what was comfortable because I wasn't emotionally, mentally, spiritually prepared to carry out that vision. So I went to work. What do I need? What actions do I have to take to become this match? And so in my commitment, I did that work. It was so funny. I'm like doing all this work to get out of insecurity and just be free of this, you know, social stigma of what I think I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to have. And I'm like, oh, that was exhausting. Okay, I'm done. Nope, there's always more work to be done. The next phase of work was actual strategy of like, okay, like how do you become a person that matches your vision? That's a good question to ask yourself. And I would do this tedious work. I would try to do it every day, but uh, it wasn't perfect. But I'd ask myself about 15 questions every day, the same questions, like, what is your what is your opinion about love? Like, oh, that brought up so much shit. Then the next question was, what about that story do you want to change? There was so much I wanted to change. Just unveiling the story, the current story I had that would have sabotaged the relationship I really wanted and visualized myself having was love is war and everyone loses and I hate it. You know, it was just like, it would have unconsciously sabotaged what I wanted. So I hadn't become that person yet until I changed that story. And so this is like tedious work that not even with a coach, you got to do this on your own. Like the coaching part is where we find the questions, then you've got to go answer them repetitive, repetitively. I can't think of how to say that word right now. Repeatedly. Okay. Maybe that's it. Um, and so that commitment could look like very, very different things. But I think for the most part, 
the mindset is the commitment. So changing your story, becoming the match for your vision is in the mindset work of the commitment. Because then once you are that vibrational match, once you are prepared in all these categories of your body and mind to receive what you want, then it's time to take action. And every step of the way, it gets easier and easier. So by the time you're taking action, it's just like, oh, I just have to go on a date. And it's going to be so easy to know if this is what I want or don't want. It's going to be so easy to say no if it's not what I want. It's going to be so easy to, to discern because I've become this version of me through my commitment. I've shown my commitment through my mindset shift and through my willingness to show up and do this work. And it really was easy. The last part is a breeze. And I think that's true for any vision. If it's you wanting to become an entrepreneur and make money on your own, if it's you wanting to move across the country, if it's you wanting to go through a scary, scary divorce because you know it's not what you want deep in your soul, if it's you wanting to become an industry giant in what you love or have some kind of influence in your community, that action piece is always the easiest part once you do these first two things. The problem is the vision and the commitment. Your brain is never going to spontaneously just do this on its own until you learn how to manage your brain. It's got to start with a vision, with redirecting your focus away from that resigned, anxious, afraid, avoidant, self-preserving, fearful state. You're not going to sporadically birth a vision from there. You've got to shift out of it first. And so to even just imagine self-sufficiency and self-reliance without all this weight of your fear and insecurity, it's a challenge. It's uncomfortable. It takes practice. You might fail at it the first five times you try, but that's not a reason to stop. It doesn't mean this doesn't work. It absolutely does. It's been working for decades. It's working for people all over the globe right now. But when you try once and fail and you decide, well, that's a wrap. I guess it doesn't work for me. You're failing yourself. You're literally punishing yourself when you do that. And so if you've been in a cycle caught in the fear and in the inadequacy and in the being a shell of a human, not fully awake to your life, it's just because you're disconnected from your vision. That vision ignites your body. It ignites your energy. It transmutes it. And you can make that shift and start compelling yourself forward instead of being pulled back into the past. Um, So there's nuance here. There's expertise needed here. There's awareness needed here. And if you're not finding that on your own, then don't shame and judge yourself for it, but do something about it, right? We need people that are connected to a vision that is more powerful than the world is shit. Let's give up. It's all burning to hell. Let's move into the woods. That's such a cop out. Like you're just trying to avoid and run and hide right? 
how is that contributing anything good for future generations? It takes bravery and courage to stay and fight for a new vision. And we got a lot of weak ass motherfuckers walking around this place. I don't want you to be one of them. If you're listening to this podcast, there's bravery inside of you. And I promise you trust me, I will pull it out of you safely without any pain, right? Yes, shit will be stirred up, but I want you to know that that's part of the process and knowing that ahead of time is a huge win. It's a huge benefit. And so we just have to know as my coaches carry me through my shit being stirred up, they show me the bigger picture. They remind me, ah, nothing's gone wrong. That's supposed to happen. I get to just carry this heavy purse around and keep grinding, right? I don't take the negative emotion I feel on a random Monday and let it derail my progress. I don't decide, oh, I better give up. I don't leave all the people and listeners and audience that I've grown. I don't leave them hanging. I'm here for you. And I want you to know that that is where the world is headed. We're headed to a more community-minded place, a place where our contribution matters, a place where we are a leader in our own unique way. No more hierarchies. We all become leaders of our own lives. We all have something valuable, important to contribute. And I want you to see that the only problem here is that you're disconnected from a vision. It's not that you don't have one. It's not that you're broken. It's not that it's too late. All of that is fucking lies. It's just that we got to reconnect a couple plugs and then everything will start flowing from there. The engine will be turned back on. So I love you guys. I I hope you think about your vision this week. Uh, Don't try to skip to step three because again, don't even think about that action until that vision is running, it's up and it's alive and well. Because if that action feels hard, if you're trying to do action right now, it's not working. It's because you don't have that vision in place first and that has to come first. So think about your vision. Think about who you want to be. Think about a version of you, right? Not a more more worthy version of you. You're not better in this place. You're perfect and worthy where you are right now, but just a you without all the fear, a you without the weight of insecurity on your shoulder. That is a place I wanted to live, that I got myself to, that I can help you get there too. So you guys have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, buddy. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you have to come check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's 24 weeks of me and you where I take all the guesswork out of your self-awareness journey. I'm just going to give you all the answers in one go. I guarantee you after these 24 weeks, you will feel like a completely different human, empowered, focused, motivated, in love with yourself and on fire for your life again. Go to aliciaturnercoaching.com right now to book your free consult call, and I'd love to have you join while spots last. I'll see you there.